Welcome to the Telling It Like It Is with Alyssa podcast, hosted by Alyssa Gunto. Each week, she will address the elephant in the room by telling it like it is, regardless if you're ready for it or not. From the latest trends on social media, to candid interviews with some of her favorite people, to navigating life as a high-achieving female in her 20s, Alyssa brings a refreshingly honest perspective to every episode. With a healthy dose of humor and authenticity, she'll have you laughing, thinking, and maybe even questioning everything you thought you knew. So join her every Tuesday for a brand new episode as Alyssa fearlessly dives into the topics that matter most. So what are you waiting for? Let's jump right into this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Telling It Like It Is podcast with Alyssa. It's already episode two. I feel like I just recorded episode one, but seriously, I just want to first acknowledge and give a huge thank you to those of you that took time out of your day to congratulate me and just share with me the kindest words of life in regards to the first episode that got released. I didn't realize that once I recorded it and uploaded it, that it would immediately like go everywhere. So here we are. It is Tuesday, which means it's another telling it like it is Tuesday. So let's dive in. As I hinted at during episode one, we're really going to be talking about something that I struggle with. And I'm not afraid to admit I struggle with this, but it's being a high performer. And being a high performer comes with some good things and some bad things. And for me, it's definitely one of those things that I'm working at just kind of looking at it from a different perspective. And the problem with being a high performer, there's a dark side behind it. And that's really what I want to touch on is the dark side about it so that we can actually learn from it and say, okay, I know these things that are happening and that are a struggle with being this type of person. Now, how can I actually do something about it? So today's episode, we're really focused on the dark side and just really overcoming the perfectionism tendencies as well as being your number one self-criticizer. Because I know for me, I will hype up anyone until the day I die. I love hyping people up. I love it more than anything. With the people I work with, I will hype anyone up. I'll be like, Amber, great job with that email. Or Lexi, you seriously killed it with that graphic. Or Katie, I love the reel you did. Or Melanie, that was incredible what you shared on your stories about the testimonials that you're getting from your course that you just launched. I will always be that person. Same thing goes with even my siblings. My brother, who plays baseball at the collegiate level, I've always supported him and just was that person. Like anytime he was pitching or he was playing, everyone knew because I was the one like, let's go Patrick. And just making it known that like, I genuinely care. And I will say, as he's gotten older, I really started shying away from that because I was like, I don't want to embarrass him. But during his younger days, I was always that person screaming and just cheering for him for sure. And I was thinking before I actually sat down to record this episode and I was like, when was like the aha moment of my life when I actually started having these like high achiever tendencies And like, what actually was this like flip of a switch? And 
the more I was sitting here and I was processing it, I honestly really think it came down to having a brother who was, who I shouldn't say was, who is incredible at what he does as a baseball pitcher. He has always exceeded expectations. He's got all the awards, all the accolades, and he's the most humble person I know. And when it goes to hyping um, him up, Again, I'm always sharing about it on Facebook or sharing about it on Instagram or sharing about it on Twitter because to me, like, that's incredible. Like, you should get acknowledged for that. And like I said, my brother, he could care less, but I always love supporting him. So with that being said, being around that type of person where he's so good at what he does and then I'm over here who is not athletic. I'm the complete opposite of him. He's athletic. He, you know, is muscular, like he's strong. And then there's me who's this like weak link. I'm like, I can't do any of the things that he does. And I guess that's what makes the world go around. You know, like we all can't be good at everything, but I do really believe that that's really where it kind of started was, okay, he's so good at what he does. Now, how can I actually be exceed and do well with what I do? So that's really where I think that started. So, okay, we know where that started. And then where did we see that actually go into effect? And I really think that started to go into effect for me was actually my freshman year of college. And I really think part of it is I had to pay for my own schooling, which is totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I do think because I was putting so much pressure on myself, I was like, telling myself, you know, Alyssa, you're spending thousands upon thousands of dollars to get this degree that is then going to hopefully land you a job in your actual field. You need to work your ass off. And yes, I just said ass. I'm sorry. But you need to work your ass off to succeed. And so it was like, okay, freshman year of college, I did great. You know, the summer before sophomore year, same mentality. Like we're not messing around. We're going to get the great GPA. We're going to do well. We are going to do whatever it takes. So I had that leading up to all four years of schooling. I ended up graduating debt-free. And that goes back to the high achiever tendencies. Because for those of you that don't know, I lived at home on purpose. And I purposely attended a school that was only 10 minutes away from my house. So that I could babysit on the days that I was not in school. Or sometimes, because again... Not only am I a high achiever, I'm also an overachiever where on the days I had classes, nine times out of 10, I also was baby babysitting either before I had classes or even after. Because in my head, again, it was like, okay, how am I going to pay for the schooling? And I knew if I babysat and I put the hours in, I would get the results I wanted, which landed me being able to graduate debt-free, which was something that, again, as a high achiever, as someone who has goals, who creates these vision boards, that was on my vision board that I was going to graduate in 2019 debt-free. And you bet my butt I did. And I did it. And I'm not saying that to sit here and brag, oh, wow, look at you, Alyssa, you're amazing. You were able to graduate debt-free. Like, whoa, like, cool, like, congrats. But that's not my point. My point is I knew what I needed to do at a young age, at literally 18 years old. I knew that if I wanted to graduate and accomplish that, I was going to have to work hard and not just in the classroom and studying and doing all these projects and being a part of group projects with, sorry, 
boys who did not do their work. And so it always landed on me. I knew I had to put the work in. So in college, that's really where those high achiever tendencies started to kick in. Then during my senior year of college, I got an unpaid internship. So again, in me, I was like, if I want a job or if I really want to work for this company, once this internship is over, I had that work my ass off mentality to prove to the people that I was interning for that I should be the person who should, you know, be offered a position once this internship is over. Here I am, if you listen to the first episode, you would know that it clearly paid off because I'm still at that company. So I met their expectations or hopefully exceeded those expectations. So even again, as an unpaid intern, I was like, I got to prove to these people who I'm working for that I really enjoy this. I'm actually not only learning something, but I'm teaching them something or I'm teaching the client something. Again, same mentality. You have to put the work in if you want to see the results you desire. Anything in life. So we kind of know that from, like I said, the college standpoint to the intern standpoint. And then post-intern, you know, now I'm an employee for this company. Same sort of deal was okay, like I want to work harder. I want to get the promotion. I want to move up the ranks. I want to manage people. So at one point I was, I had actual employees under me and these girls that were under me were only like a year or two younger than me. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, this is what I'm doing. So I need to make sure I'm doing my job as their leader, their mentor, their manager, you know, almost and really succeed. So We also have that. And I will say now the people who were under me are some of my best friends who I stay in contact with, who I adore dearly. So again, we have, we now have that. And then it turned into, okay, there's no longer anyone who I'm necessarily managing under me, but now I have a caseload of clients. So I have clients under me. So I have two buckets, the way I kind of look at it. I have like bucket one, I have social media management clients. And I absolutely love my clients who I'm managing their social media for. They are amazing, incredible, incredible females who I consider all three of them my friends. And none of them are in their 20s, but they're amazing. And then I have bucket number two. And these are my clients who I work with on a day-to-day basis. And I actually counted today in our task manager that we use. I have 16 current clients who I'm in contact with all the time, just answering questions, going back and forth with. So again, going back to this high achiever mentality, I need to make sure clients in bucket one are happy and I need to make sure the clients in bucket two are happy because I know if my clients are satisfied, you know, that's is going to have an effect and that's going to have a ripple effect. So maybe once they're done with the service, what they're working with me on, they're now working on a different service or they're purchasing a different product from the company. That's really my story when it comes to like being a high achiever and how this all came to be. So now it comes down to here we are right now in 2023, still have the same high achiever mentality. And there are some days where I really just question everything. And I'm like, Alyssa, what are you doing? Like you are driving yourself insane because you are so focused on just getting to the end goal. So I want to touch on 
a few bullet points that I listed out because I think it's important to talk about and to address because I know these are things that are not addressed. So I am here to be that person to speak to them. Number one is burnout. I hit this stage last summer and it was bad. And I pushed myself to a limit that I should have never pushed myself to where I truthfully took on way more than I could handle and I didn't say anything until it was too late. So that was huge. I had horrible self-care practices because I just neglected myself because I basically was already telling myself that I was bad at what I was doing and all these things. I was filling my brain with negativity, which also too, didn't help with the burnout situation. And then I was taking out my anger and my frustrations on the people who live in my house. Highly do not recommend that, okay? So burnout, bad. Like I said, I was at my breaking point last year. It was a literal shit show. And to those that actually knew about it, thank you for getting me through that. I'm not gonna call out any names, but they know who they are. Number two, being a perfectionist. I didn't even realize I was a perfectionist until I had a conversation. When was it? Like two weeks ago with a client. She's like, Alyssa, you are a perfectionist. And she wasn't saying it from like a place of negativity. She was just being completely honest and real. She goes, you literally expect perfection. And here's the thing. And I'm not making any excuses for it, but I expect perfection, not just for myself, but for the people who I surround myself with. So when someone isn't meeting what I want from them, then all hell breaks loose because I'm like, okay, they're not meeting my expectations and my perfection, perfectionism tendencies. So that I'm like, okay, like they don't like me or, you know, they just don't care or X, Y, and Z. And that's like, no, like that's not true at all. They do things their way, which again, kind of goes back to what I said earlier. We can't all be the same people. When that happens, I then too kind of like curl up in a show and then I'm overly critical because I'm like, did they get offended by what I said? Or did they just not understand how that was explained? Or that is seriously so simple why couldn't they get it through to them? And I'm not just talking about this from like the people I work with. Like that's not even who this is about or my clients. This is just more so in general, when you have those perfectionism tendencies, you don't even realize it until someone calls you out. Another thing, number three, oh, this is a big one. I still struggle with this and I don't know if I will ever not struggle with this. And this is having a lack of a work-life balance. I suck at this. You ask anyone, I am that person who, if it's a Saturday morning, I'm like, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to turn on the computer. Let me crank out these 10 emails or let me work on this PDF that needs done or let me edit this podcast for a client. Okay, so now I don't even have boundaries for my clients because I'm responding to them at all hours of all days. So they're they're going to be expecting me to respond at all hours on all days. So that's an issue. It sometimes goes a little too far where I'm prioritizing my job over having a personal life. And when that comes into play, that's when you really have a come to Jesus moment. And you're like, what? And I think that's what kind of happened a few weeks ago. And you're like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? 
work should never be first in terms of someone's order of importance, especially as an employee. Like that should not be the first thing of like priorities. And again, I love my job, but like your personal life and having a good mental health, mental well-being is above all. Your mental health matters. Your mental health matters. And more importantly, it's okay to take a break. And if you don't allow yourself to take the break, then you're going to hit the burnout. You're going to continue to have those perfectionism tendencies because you're like, oh, it's Saturday, got to go down and answer. Or, oh, it's Sunday. Yep, there's my inbox. I'm checking at it. You know, I'm looking at it 6 a.m. and there's all those emails that need responded to. And you know what? What if I just respond to them now so that on Monday morning, I won't have as many? <laughs> That's really funny. It doesn't work like that, Alyssa. Lack of a work-life balance. Not good. So I'm getting better at that. I'm not the best at it. And I'm sharing that publicly here on this podcast. And who even knows how many people are going to listen to this episode in particular. But it's okay to take a break. And it's okay to not check your email. Because guess what? Nothing is that important. And if something really is that important, then someone will tell you and they'll like text you. Okay, so... We got to focus on that. So I'm going to make a commitment that we're all going to hold ourselves accountable. Whether you want me to know if you struggle with that or not too, but we can all just say to ourselves, like, I'm going to focus on having a work-life balance. I know the more I can share about these things, I can let other people like me know that you are not alone. And I think that is so important. And I should have went on a rampage about that in the first episode because you genuinely matter. And lastly, is tunnel vision because you're so focused on the goals and getting to the end mark, whether it's trying to go for the promotion, it's trying to go for the pay raise, it's trying to, you know, reach the next rank in the company that you forget about all of the other people and all of the other things in your life. And usually what happens with this is when you end up having a lack of perspective overall. Your creativity is now no longer existent anymore because you're so focused on the one thing. And again, and I, oh, this one kills me, but you lose your purpose. You lose your purpose along the way. None of us were put on this earth with to not follow through with our true purpose. And I really, really think that it took me four years to really realize that my purpose is to use this podcast and use it as a platform to speak to other people who I know need this message. And regardless if they want to accept it or not, they need to hear this. And I also know too, that deep down, and I'm going to say it on here, and a lot of people don't know this, but deep down, I really want to be a speaker. I'm going to kind of end on this story where a few weeks ago, myself and a colleague, Amber, we were given an incredible opportunity to go to San Diego, California to attend a three-day social media conference. And as I was sitting there over the three days, I was like, I want that to be me. That's going to be me one day. I want to be up there and speaking about, you know, social media or Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. So that's why too, I was like, you know what? I want to use my podcast, practice my speaking and then use that as like, you know, almost my business card so that if I am ever approached with 
having the opportunity from someone to speak. It doesn't have to be at a huge conference, like a three-day conference in California where thousands of people all around the world attend. But even if it's just for like a local conference, you know, maybe in our city or somewhere else, like that's what I really want in life. I want to be that person that empowers other women to go after what they want. And of course, from like a marketing perspective, but ultimately like in life, like we have a purpose, let's use it, let's follow it and let's go after our dreams, okay? And the only way we're gonna be able to do that is if we rip the bandaid off and we go for it. We stop letting all of the negative thoughts go through our head and all of the what if scenarios. What if I fail? What if someone sends, you know, this podcast episode to someone who I don't want it to listen to? What if this podcast is a total flop and I literally get zero plays when I go look at my analytics at the end of the week? What if my bosses don't even like that I'm actually talking about my job on the podcast? What if someone doesn't like one of the guests that I bring on? What if, you know, I don't just want to look at myself again on Zoom? You know, all of these things that go through our head and those were things that went through my head for years. Ultimately, I was like, well, what if I'm not good enough? And, you know, like, what if no one listens to me? Which is completely pathetic for me to even think because, like I said in episode one, my clients are my biggest hype squad. Like, I've never been around a group of people like the clients that I have, ever. Growing up, I never had that in my life. I never had people who were supporting me outside of, like, family, of course. Never had that like sense of community of people who genuinely cared and genuinely wanted the best for me. And I am so incredibly grateful that I now have that as a 26-year-old because I couldn't imagine doing life without that. So I want to end on that is please, whatever is on your heart, whatever you've been thinking about doing. If it's starting the business, I know for me, I really want to have my own business one day. But I know right now, having my own business is not in the cards. It's just, it's not. But this podcast is, okay? So whatever that is for you, please, 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 if it's in the cards and it actually makes sense, go after it, okay? You are worth, you are worth it. Regardless of what you tell yourself and all those negative thoughts and those self-limiting beliefs that you have going through your mind 24-7, I am giving you permission to get those self-limiting beliefs out of your head, get out a journal, grab a pen, grab a pencil, your favorite highlighter, I don't care what the heck it is, get them out of your head and let's start reframing those thoughts to actually going after what we want. To all of my females who are listening, which I hope every female is listening to this episode right now, and who is the high achiever, who struggles or has struggled with the things that I talked about, there are ways to actually combat those. And I will be touching on those in another episode, but I just really, really wanted to share about the dark side of it because in episode one, I made it so known that I am a high achiever. And as we all know, in my podcast intro, I talk about it too. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. If you haven't already, be sure to go and follow the podcast at 
telling it like it is with Alyssa. I only have one S in my name over on Instagram. That's where I'll be sharing all the episodes. And that's where too, I will be able to connect with my audience. So, and if you know anyone who, who would benefit from hearing this, and especially towards the end where I got a little preachy, feel free to share it with them because you just never know who needs that message. All right, ladies, go and make it a great day. And I will see you next week for episode three. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Telling It Like It Is with Alyssa podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this week's conversation and the unfiltered perspective that Alyssa brought to the table. Don't forget to tune in every Tuesday for a brand new episode where Alyssa encourages us to tell it like it is. And if you like what you heard today, please be sure to share this episode with a friend and leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. That helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode of Telling It Like It Is with Alyssa.